Uh, welcome to the Nihongo Shark Podcast. I'm your host, Nico, and I'm here with my co-host, Caleb. And we have a special guest today. We have Alex from Learn Japanese Pod. So, thanks. yeah. Thanks. thanks for having me, guys. Nice to, nice to see you guys. And uh, good to meet you, Alex. This is uh, the first meeting for us. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice, nice to meet you face to face virtually. Is is that an oxymoron? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't so. <laughs> Wait, how how long have you been teaching Japanese via podcast, Alex? My gosh, uh, I uh, that's a scary question. I I was thinking about <laughs> this the other day. I think it's I started the podcast in two thousand and five. Yeah, because I was listening to your <laughs> podcast. When I was low level, like really low. So, it, <laughs> and I've been studying a while. So, I found my podcast found you in a low place, Nico. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah, the it's beginning of my studies. I was, I, I remember I used to think that your podcast was so cool because you taught Osaka band. Right. Uh, so, the, the podcast started in 2005 and it hasn't been a straight shot it's been off and on over the but uh, um over the last kind of three years i've got back into it more seriously now and yeah the the my shtick was when i started it we started recording it in osaka and the my co-host was beb and uh the whole thing was she was teaching japanese in really heavy osaka dialect and she actually wanted to teach it in standard japanese but I said, no, 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 let's, yeah, let's teach no. Osaka Ben. So that, that was, yeah. So uh, anyway, long story short, a million years ago, started in 2005, and we're and, still going today. And why did you start? So um, again, another long story short, I, I came to Japan, uh, what year was it? Um, around, uh, when, well, basically when I, was in the, when I was a student to study Japanese, and I, I came here for a year and just studied intensively. And from then, I think it was like around 2000, from then I just kept studying. But the main reason I started the podcast was because I felt that my Japanese had plateaued and I wasn't getting any better. Uh, yeah. And mm. I tried all these different textbooks. I'd gone to classes. I was hanging out with people, but I couldn't make anything stick. So I thought I'd just do something really random and mix everything up and start a podcast. And it um i don't know if i improved my japanese but it's definitely been fun <laughs> <laughs> so but you did like a jet program right did the jet program so i came over to the jet program oh you're making me remember years now so this is probably <laughs> back okay so i came come to the jet program in like 97 ish 96 97 no sorry a bit later than that like 98 and then I stayed till 2000 and that was, uh, and previously to that I'd done a year, yeah, in 96 studying Japanese for a year. And the two years I was on the JET program was really, really great for my Japanese because I was in an office, all Japanese people, no one spoke any English in the middle of the countryside, uh, admittedly Miyazaki, studying, right? yeah, studying Miyazaki dialect. And I, at that time I could speak pretty good basic Japanese. But it was kind of funny because there was my desk to my right was my supervisor and to his right was the 
Kachol, the, the section oh. chief. Mm. And the, the Kachol, the section chief, would talk to me in 110% Miyazaki dialect, which <laughs> standard Japanese, yeah. it's, it's completely different. And then my supervisor would translate into standard Japanese. I would reply in standard Japanese and then he'd translate back into Miyazaki dialect. So he'd say he'd say things like uh uh kurito yo. I was like yeah, yeah, I don't have a clue what that means. <laughs> and that that literally so I I've got this is the triple translation. So dongea is like doshdano, like what happened? Oh, okay, yeah. Totemo kuroi. Very black. Which actually means you you look like you've uh got a suntan. Yeah, yeah. So like like hiyakita, right? Uh, so dongeya tegekuri toyo toyo means like dayo right and then yeah. uh, and i want to i i'll yeah. just reply and say like so this and then he'd reply <laughs> so 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 this ne yeah. <laughs> so uh miyazaki can that's that's in kyushu right yeah yeah that's in kyushu okay yeah that's in kyushu those kyushu dialects man like my my wife's from uh kumoto so then they have oh, some awesome. wacky stuff too yeah, Not anything great. that sounds like that, but like they've got some like these words that they just throw in. You're like, I'll come again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, some someday I want to go live like in the Inaka and mm, just talk should, to man. old talk to old people and not have a clue what they're saying. Kate, Caleb, I've got a, I've got a question for you. Have you yeah. visited your wife's hometown a lot? Did you stay there for an extended? Yes. Yeah, so this past like sort of holiday season, we were there. We were in Japan for a total of like thirty days, I think. Nice. Um, and we were specifically in her hometown, which was Kumamoto. Kumamoto. Yeah. Um, right. We stayed there for about ten or twelve days, I think. So nice, I got nice. to meet all of her you know, extended family and hang out with her parents and stuff like that. So. Great. Meet her little, meet her little cousins and stuff like that. Have a little eight-year-old, you know, shouting at me to play video games with him in Kumamoto. Ben, uh, <laughs> so nice, it was really fun. Nice. Though. Like, it's a really good time. Yeah, yeah. So. that's awesome. Yeah, Ray's just from I, the heart of Tokyo, so I don't. Yeah, I, I didn't get that experience ever. She's uh, where whereabouts in Tokyo is she from? Kamata. Oh, Kamata. Oh, right. Yes. Kamata. I was I was out at an izakaya one time with Ray and one of her best friends. And uh, her yeah. best friend had had a solid amount to drink and was telling me how Kamata is the second best area of Tokyo right after Shinjuku. <laughs> <laughs> and number three, so, I, th I think number three for her was Ikebukuro, which for, uh, for, yeah. for me, I don't think Ikebukuro is even in my top 10 personally. But Ikebukuro has a certain. Uh... Uh, acquired taste to it, I think. It's maybe, yeah, I just I haven't gotten enough of it yet. Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> I, th I I think the uh, uh the gossip is people from Kamata know how to party. Like it, it's like it's oh known, yeah, it's known as a like a, a party place. So well, it's, you, full, you, it's, it's full. It's yeah. full of like Yankee, right? Yeah, so, right, 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 like, right, right. I don't know. Well, can you translate Yankee? That's oh, that's one of my Yan words. Uh, I think you don't know. <laughs> okay. okay, so 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 to the British people listening to this podcast, a Yankee would roughly translate into British English as a chav, uh, which yeah, is yeah. I don't know what that means. Bit, this is probably pretty right. And then to everyone else, it just uh, what is a Yankee? It it it's um, it's kind of like 
I think it's, it's almost like a class thing, isn't it? It's kind of like a working class, um, kind of like bad mouth. Yeah, I think uh, maybe a little rough around the edges. It's kind yeah, of rough yeah. around the That's edges. That's what I was yeah, going to yeah, say, yeah. like a yeah, yeah. kind of person. Yeah, like Ray and, was telling me uh, her, one of her close friends maybe has no close friends now because she said all of her friends are... Well, I forget if she said Motoyanki or Motoyan. Yeah. So they're right, like right, yeah, former, yeah. Oh, former Yanki. <laughs> oh, Motoya. That's that's a great word. Yeah. They're kind yeah. of like rough around the edges. They they uh they they use pretty colorful language. They dress pretty colorfully too, and um they they're not afraid to express their emotions. And then you, it, it's kind of, I know. And then. So I've I've got I've got a friend who who comes from Shizuoka, like, and all her friends were Yankee, and she grew up oh, with yeah. Yankees. And then as they get older, everyone kind of mellows out, and they they kind of calm down. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're all motoya. So I just learned a new word. That's fantastic. That's great. Yeah, I'm not totally confident <laughs> that's a word, but it sounds, it sounds yeah, like it would be right. She said something like that. It's it's a rayism. Yeah, a rayism. There it's we a rayism. go. Yeah. Good, good for her. Yeah, but Kamata's good fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what what kind of Japanese are you teaching nowadays at Learn Japanese Pot? So the his that's a good question because the challenge is is mm. I don't want to repeat what's already out there on the web and there's a million, oh, yeah. there's a million amazing um websites that teach Japanese there's a million textbooks there there are a million apps it, it's almost like we're drowning in information so the the what I'm trying to do, possibly failing, is to cover the gaps. And those gaps are just daily conversation using casual Japanese. And we, we do audio dialogues um, so that people... The, the, the main comment I get from people listening to Learn Japanese is, oh, this is, this is a really good podcast to help me learn the street Japanese that my Japanese teacher isn't teaching me now. Because, yeah, it's true. I think it's true. And the, the the thing is, the problem is, is that if you go to a formal Japanese class, the problem is Japanese teachers are well-trained and highly qualified, very yeah, polite yeah. and nice people. So that means you're going to learn a slightly academic Japanese. But, well, we can talk, we can go into this in more detail later, but um, you most people study Japanese like the formal version and then they come to Japan and realize 98% of what they're using is casual Japanese. Yeah, and, it's not uh, it's if, not even the formal version. You have like your book and it'll say if you're speaking casual Japanese, say it this way. And it's it's still so stiff and it has all the particles in it and it's I think it's I th not what I think people that, are saying. It's not I think there's this um the instinct of Japanese people is to present their culture in the best possible way, which is, of course, totally understandable. Yeah. And they're, and I mean this in a good way, they're very kind of proud of their culture and they're very proud of their language and they want to put on their best face. And the other thing too is I think Japanese teachers are always nervous that they're going to teach you Japanese that could be slightly impolite, that might get you into trouble. So the, the Japanese yeah. that they teach you, it's kind of... Uh, Japanese for idiots or idiot-proof Japanese. So that <laughs> if you if you use yeah. and and actually you, you get this thing like in your first year of Japanese is like oh Nihongo totemo kirei desu ne 
you know yeah yeah they love it they, they really like it and you should learn it you should absolutely learn yeah, it yeah, there's yeah. no reason not to learn it but i think that um well it's not much of a regret regret but when i was at college studying japanese in tokyo i wish i had actually gone to izakayas and pubs a little more than i did because i came out after that first year of japanese sounding very very academic and then mm. when i started doing learn japanese pod the, the first thing was like hang on a minute let i actually want to teach the japanese that you know people really use on the streets so, yeah yeah Nan, nan the same way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so I think that, so. So, <laughs> so, so I think I think there's there's also that trend as well. Um, again, there's there's a million like YouTube channels and there's a lot of stuff. But I still, for some reason, I still think that people do tend to get a little stuck in their textbooks. And what's yeah. easy to teach and what's easy to study, for example, you know, verb tables isn't necessarily what you're actually going to be using on the street. So yeah, there's that. It's there's often that, far from it. There's also far from it. So when we do a Learn Japanese pod episode, I'll sit down with the co-host who at the moment is called Ami, Ami Sensei. And what I'll say to her is not so much, uh, we, we won't so much focus on a particular word or phrase or piece of grammar. We'll, we'll we'll focus on a function. So we'll say something like, I need to send a parcel or I want to order oh, yeah. a beer. Not necessarily in that order. And I said, like, just how would you say <laughs> it? Right. Uh, and then, and then we'll, we'll just kind of script, we'll roughly script it out. And then at the end of the di dialogue, me being me, I'll kind of go off on a tangent. And That's good. We'll, and, and then we'll come up with some random Japanese on the spot and stuff like that. So Ami, Ami, Ami Sensei, if you're listening to this, thank you for being very patient with me. I know, I know like during the podcast, I'm like, oh yeah, and uh, what's the Japanese for diffuse a nuclear device? She's like, oh, <laughs> don't make me think I'm in front of the microphone. But yeah, yeah. So we're basically, <laughs> sorry, again, long, long answer to a short answer. We're just doing street Japanese that you really use. Yeah. Nice. And it, um, for your... I guess your day job, I would call it. Are you using Japanese now? Big time, yeah. Um, so at the moment, I'm working for a music tech company that uh, manufactures the software and the hardware. And right now, I think I have the textbook here somewhere. It's somewhere in my bookshelf. We, I, I just finished a project which was translating the manual uh, to use the software into Japanese. So in, Into you know, Japanese? into Japanese Ooh. so the com it's an American company so they're localizing their texts into Japanese mm. and so obviously for the Japanese users they want the manuals in Japanese so yeah I'm using Japanese in a major way recently too I've been writing a lot of mm -hmm. emails in Japanese to clients so <sighs> that that that's that, the worst that was really <laughs> really really hard um so I'm using that's hard for Japanese too. people that's hard for Japanese people. And then the other way I'm using my Japanese is in meetings and client meetings as well. So we'll, we'll go down and I'll be either translating for one of the executives into Japanese um, or just kind of I'll be taking part in, in the meeting. And it really was a trial by fire because up until that. So I started this job back in um, late last year 
and my Japanese was mostly kind of, you know, it was good daily conversation level, you know, it's it pretty solid, pretty natural. But then doing business Japanese was, man, that was hard. But it's yeah. been really great for my Japanese. And also reading 180,000 words for this manual has really improved my kanji. But the what the one big challenge, though, that we have is because it's IT related and we're translating into Japanese, the big question is when you have a technical word, do you use the original English into katakana uh. or do you change it into kanji? Because some yeah. sentences are just utterly ridiculous. It's like, you know, um, hard drive or format to shite. Discord, restart. You know, it's just like, it's just, yeah. Ooh, yeah. And then, and Audio then, recording. <laughs> yeah, the recording. And then, and the other thing is like, um, you'll have words like, do you say recording or do you say rokuon? And the, uh, yeah, yeah. and the translators who, who we hired to do this translation made loads of mistakes and uh, it was a little inconsistent. Mm. So sometimes they'd say recording and other times they'd say rokuon, which means recording right yeah uh, and the other one is like to restart your okay he, he, here's a test do you know how to restart your computer in japanese this is this it's is like really... it's like yes. psycho that's it yeah yeah okay. but it, but you could also say restart and they would understand that course, yeah. but it would sound weird and it's better to say uh saikido and then to overwrite um something is uagaki hozon yeah yeah i've seen that one but you can also, say, if you want to, you can also say save. It's like save. <laughs> so, so it's it's very it's very difficult. So I was talking to my friend Tomo about that, and he was saying that when you use the kanji or the katakana equivalent, you can use both, but they're they have different nuances to them. So this is a whole. By the way, this you're you're seeing where the limits of my Japanese are now, and this is where you're getting to really advanced stuff. It's like when do you say baseball and when do you say yaku? And there's like yeah. a, there's there's a nuance to it's that. It's hard, mm, yeah, right. really hard. It's really hard, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there yeah. are tons of things like that where I don't know if I should be using katakana English or because uh, I've had the opposite experience so many times. When I've right. learned a word from a book or a dictionary and then I use it and they say, what, what, what are you saying? Yeah. And I, and I explain yeah, it right. and they say, you know, oh, and it's the English word in Katakana pronunciation. Yeah. You, yeah, you yeah, mean yeah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And I just cry on the inside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. It's, hard. it's not as if English doesn't have a bunch of loan words from foreign. I mean, most languages do, but yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I the the other point is so you know the way like um say Chinese students can kick our asses at speaking Japanese because they already have a head start with kanji. Mm -hmm. Well the tough thing for them is that they don't know the English for the katakana. So yeah, like it's Western, our one it, our one advantage. Our one tiny tiny <laughs> yeah. advantage. <laughs> Yeah, and then um, the other thing, the other as as we're on the as we're on the topic of like katakana. So yesterday I recorded a podcast with my good friend Tomo Akiyama. He's got a really really good Twitter account. You should check out. Um, I think I think it's just Tomo Akiyama, and we're, we're always uh, retweeting each other and having conversations. But 
he made this really, really interesting point about katakana that I'd never thought about before. So I was, I was saying, hey, uh, I know this is an unpopular opinion, but I hate katakana because it, it's hard to read and uh, it looks ugly. And mm. then Tomo said, um, no, I think it's beautiful and it's easy to read. Of course it's hard for you because everyone starts um, learning hiragana first. So they prefer hiragana because it's the first thing they did. Yeah. They get onto katakana and they don't study as much as they yeah. did for hiragana. Mm. So they're not good as, they're not as good as, you know, uh, they, their katakana skills aren't as good as their hiragana skills. And then he said something that was like super, super interesting. And he asked me like, Alex, like what is katakana used for? And I'm like, oh, it's for foreign words. And he goes, almost. Katakana is used for times when there's no kanji equivalent. He says, so what's your name? My name's Areksu. He says, okay, it's a foreign word, but more than that, it's like there's no kanji equivalent for Alex. And that's why they use katakana. It's, 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 okay. a, really, it's a really small, subtle point, but I never thought about katakana in that way. Does, does, so does that sound crazy to you? I hadn't really you? thought about it that way either, no. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't, it's not so much that katakana was specifically designed for foreign loan words. It's just that um, they used, they're used for words that don't have a, um, an equivalent kanji, kanji writing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or, yeah. or sometimes to show that something is kind of strong or Well, yeah, intense. exactly. Yeah. So, when you have like was it uh gyongo uh, what, what, what's the onomatopoeia in japanese gyongo. yeah yeah gyongo kitaigo gyongo. so like it's so like, like five of them, but, yeah there's five five of them so um you shut a door in in a manga and it says gang so, so gan g-a-n uh, yeah. not as in cancer gan but it's just the yeah. sound <laughs> and it's always in katakana and stuff too yeah yeah but also and maybe this is more of like a more recent changed or use of, yeah. of katakana but i notice like when i'm texting my friends sometimes they'll use katakana for specific words as a form of nuance like sometimes they'll be like yabai you're like yabai wa but it'll be in yeah. all katakana even though like you should you could mm -hmm. definitely write that in hiragana but they won't they'll say yabai wa with like a wada or something at the end and they'll use katakana right absolutely yeah yeah katakana it's is, stronger mm -hmm. it's, yeah right that gets back to the stronger Yes, yeah, used to accentuate what you're saying, and also when they have like a, um, like a you know a comedy program or what they call yeah. a wide or show, which is like a you know variety program. When someone says something funny, they accentuate it by putting the subtitles in Japanese in katakana. So the whole thing. Um, so again, like yeah, like exactly, Caleb. Like the when you said like yabai, so someone will. You know, they'll be eating food or something, and someone will go, "Oh, yeah, bye." And, <laughs> yeah, or, or or even sugoi. And the, again, sugoi has kanji, right? Right, right. Yeah. They'll, either, they'll either write it in. They'll probably write it in hiragana, uh, or yeah. probably katakana to emphasize it. So yeah, yeah, yeah you don't see a, the kanji much. Yeah, there's yeah. a million. Or like uma is another one. Uma, you know, that'll be in katakana. Like it's one yeah, of those yeah. things that goes on the screen yeah. in those kind of situations. Yeah. True. And there's and there's also a lot of. You know, as, as they say in Japanese, sometimes they can be very tekito, like they're just mm. random with the rules. So, you know, you've got like, you know, you can have like a chichai at the end yeah. of a word. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, usually, so if you have the small tsu in the middle of the word, so like, uh, um, so, uh, so it differentiates, it differentiates, differentiates 
um, words like tota and then tota, right? So you've got yeah, that yeah, little yeah. in the middle. But you can have it at the, at the end of the word to kind of emphasize it. So there, I saw this really funny uh, ad on the street. It was like a poster. And it was some like random thing, like an ad for an insurance company. And it was like, apply to our insurance plan. It's 0%, da, 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 da. And it's like, zero, zero percento. And then they had the katakana o with a small t, and that's supposed to be pronounced o, like oh wow. Like, but if you like, had, uh-huh. like zero percento, yeah. oh yeah, 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 it was like zero I get it. Percento. Yeah. And then the o was like the zero, and it's like oh, you know, and then it had a exclamation mark. Yeah, so, because if you just had the o on its own, it would be like zero percento o. It, it, it doesn't make any sense. It's like zero percento o. So it, yeah, it's, yeah. It, it's, it's uh, you're reading how you should react to that poster. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty it's clever. Nice. Like, I yeah. like that. Uh, that's yeah, one of the cool. cool parts about Japanese and what you can do with the writing. Because, you know, some people, when they first get into Japanese, they're like, oh, my God, there's three writing systems. What do I do? You know, that kind of thing. But it's like the yeah. more you get into it, the more you realize, like, wow, like there's a lot of expression that that you can really get with these three different writing systems. And it's pretty exciting. And it's, yeah. it's, and, and hiragana, katakana, kanji, the kana and the kanji, it, that's a large part of the art of manga. It, it's, you know, mm, it's yeah. not just yeah. people are good at drawing stuff. It's also the way the characters are um, used in the actual cells of mm-hmm. the art. It's the way the whole right. thing is integrated together. And like, obviously, you know, I'm not sure if I believe this. Is that you know, you know, Japan is a very visual culture. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking which culture isn't visual, but yeah. the, the, but the, the way that the kanji is still, it seems to be very artistic, you know. And mm. um, I mean, we we have calligraphy for you know Roman letters too, but it seems it's more prevalent in Japan. And uh, I need to, I needed to translate these English things for work the other yeah. day. And I was just, it was late. I didn't want to work in my office anymore. So I went into mm-hmm. the living room and I was just hanging out with Ray and we were translating it together, having a drink. Right. And she was, it was from English to Japanese. So she was writing the Japanese that we decided on in, like while drinking with this pen. And then, you know, the next day I had to copy it onto my computer and I'm looking at this handwriting of hers and kanji and, <laughs> and she, she saw me, you know, suffering and said something like, oh, you want me to type that for you? I was like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> I can do this. I can do this. It's, uh, it made sense at the time. By the way, that sounds very civilized. Translating with a glass of wine in your hand. Very nice. Yeah, I, I'm sure it didn't look civilized if you were there. <laughs> it's it's interesting um it was so you've got the english and then your target language is japanese your wife yeah, ray yeah. is the native yeah. speaker and it's but see like it's it's a translation is always like at least a two team job so oh yeah because you've got ray who obviously she got the skills for the nihongos and she's translating into japanese but there's also you as a native English speaker, you're there to check that she gets the actual original idea. Like, is, is, yeah. that, an ac- uh, is that an accurate translation? So, yeah. This is a huge problem for me and my work, actually, because yeah. a lot of times I'll do a writing job 
And then there's someone translating a hundred page document or something that I wrote and they'll say something like, Oh, we read over this real quick before we send it to like the publisher. And, and it's totally different. Right. And I'm supposed to, well, it's not that, but I'm supposed to check it in like two hours. (laughs) And, Well, see, see that that yeah. shouldn't be you. That should be another native English speaker, or uh, who yeah. can read Japanese, yeah, or or, then, or someone who's bilingual or whatever, yeah. Yeah, but they'll say, "Oh, let's have someone proofread it," and they very rarely have someone proofread it who speaks the languages well enough to actually yeah. know that something is wrong or just slightly odd. That's a that's a budget thing. So, like, I I yeah, have friends yeah. who who are who are professional translators. And it's a it's a two person job. You've got the person who does the original translate uh, translation, and then you have an editor. So you should edit this stuff, right? Um, I it was the other way f- other way around for me. I used to work for. Um, did they do? I can't. I don't even know what, exactly how you describe it. But anyway, I I, I was it was a trans it was a movie translation company. So they were translating. Um, American Hollywood movies into Japanese. Oh, okay. And so my job was to, funnily enough, proof the Japanese, but not not mm-hmm. not because my Japanese skills were good enough to. Oh, you you left out a ni or an o that. It it was yeah. just to make sure that they had understood the original English. So they their big their kind of problem was they would get some kind of you know colloquialism and like ho- hollywood movies like are full of like the latest yeah. thing but you know i i struggle to understand you know if if you're not kind of watching say american tv on a and regular humor basis too. and humor as well and all the in jokes and um, if you're not kind of up to date with that stuff as a as a native native english speaker it's difficult for me to understand so we were translating all this stuff and like one of the lines from the movie was um uh oh you look terrible so so like the hero comes in he's got like blood all over his face and the the person says oh my god you look terrible and then his line is you should have seen the other guy so okay yeah so 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 like you guys know what that means but the japanese Mm -hmm. was like why why would i look at the other guy you know yeah um but the the most challenging uh translation job I ever did in my entire life. And this will probably be, well, forever, right? The most impossible job was the Monty Python spam sketch. <laughs> oh, man. So, have you, do you know the spam sketch from Monty not, Python? Not that one specifically. I know Monty Python. So, so you, you guys know Monty Python, right? So, yeah. it's, uh, uh, and for those of you who don't know, Monty Python was this very wacky, random, British comedy program in the the late 1970s and the humor was very very random and weird but it's pretty funny anyway they, they've got this one sketch called the spam sketch uh it's it's pretty famous and it's said in this cafe and the joke is the uh the woman or the guy dressed as the woman says okay so um here's the menu uh, we've got spam spam and eggs spam spam and eggs spam spam eggs spam and spam and just and then the last one on the menu it's spam 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 eggs spam spam and spam 
and it's completely random. And then these Vikings come in and start singing spam, spam, spam. You can't, I can see by your silence, you're like, I that. But um, yeah, it's completely random it. and weird. And, and like, so like natives don't understand the humor. How the hell was I supposed to like translate this into Japanese? So anyway, I'm, I'm sitting there. And make there. it funny too. And make it funny too. So, so I'm, I'm sitting there and next to me is my colleague. She's Japanese and she's translating. And in the, in the subtitles, she's writing Tsupamu. And then she looks around at me and she says, Alex, I don't understand this humor. I'm like, I don't understand it. <laughs> I don't, don't, but do you think Japanese people will understand this? I said, don't worry. Just, just translate it. Just keep going. Okay, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, in, in the end, you just wrote spam, 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 spam. So you know that you know the canned meat spam, right? It's I guess yeah. that's what it is in Japanese. I'm sure there's no uh, kanji equivalent. So there you go. So that that was the the translation job from hell. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of translation problems, that reminds me that. I made flashcards using some video games uh, cool. about six months ago, a year ago. And right. I made flashcards using uh, Skyrim and Fallout 4 just because nice. I was looking for games that have a ton of dialogue that's spoken. Right. And so I'm doing these flashcards from the games and right. the translations aren't just a little bit wrong. They're horrendously incorrect in right. many Many, like, man, I'd say there's thousands of mistakes in each game. To, 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 to what extent would you say they're like flat out wrong? And to what extent would you say that some of them are just interpreted differently? There's some stuff that you just can't translate directly and you have to kind of interpret it in another way. But what, what, what they have think? both mistakes, obviously. But in yeah. many cases, it's it was just flat out wrong yeah uh, so wrong <laughs> like, yeah right, right. like they didn't have a clue what the english was saying and then okay that it, is budget that is yeah. budget yeah, yeah so yeah. i'm guessing maybe the company making the games bethesda just paid some random company to translate it and yeah didn't so, have any sort of quality control i don't know why they didn't hire me <laughs> <laughs> dude dude you got so so he, he, here's the thing um when in the audio world when you're doing uh post-production which is basically like mixing audio for the movie they shoot the movie they edit it and then the last guy all all woman on the project is is the sound people right mm -hmm. and because all movies are always over schedule your job is to mix the sound and make it sound amazing like last week so when's the deadline yeah. last week go so you have to do it like really 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 unbelievably fast so post-production people i.e the people who do the sound for movies the the their whole job is not so much they know how to mix sound and they know how to use the software it's like they they need to know all that and they need to know how to do it lightning quickly lightning fast uh, yeah. right and um that goes for dialogue as well in translations because mm. if you're if you're for example if you had a, a movie made in the u.s movie or a game 
made in the, the US, you've got to record all the dialogue, then you've got to translate it, then you've got to record it again into Japanese. And so yeah, if they can save yeah. money and time. By and sometimes hiring, try to release the game yeah, the same day. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. And so um, back, back in the day, um, in, in, it, back in the day in the, the sound, um, like music mixing community, I know like 20 years ago, you could, you could become a, a rich music producer, right? You could, now that's just oh, yeah. impossible, like because of, you know, file sharing and stuff like that. Then the next one was like, all the money was in Hollywood, right? So you yeah. become, instead of like mixing people's albums, you'd mix the audio for movies. Now it's all game audio. So basically the oh, okay. game, basically the amount of money that the game, uh, game audio industry makes is basically almost double that of Hollywood and audio combined. So it's wow. yeah, it's it's all game audio. So if you if you're if you ever wanted to go to music college and do audio production and recording, learn game audio, learn how to do that. Now with dialogues nice. and trans with dialogues and translating, yeah, it's if they can save time on the translation, it's like, oh, we'll get Fred to do it. He's my mate. <laughs> He'll do it on the cheap. They'll do that just because it's also not only budget, but it's also time. Yeah. So, yeah. and also they kind. Of, I I would also imagine that not to speak badly about Japanese game companies, but like if you have like a game made in the original language is Japanese, uh, original language is English, the target language is Japanese. They don't care if it's not so correct. It's like well, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, it would just make him say whatever just get it yeah, done last basically week. Yeah. finish yeah, it yeah. yeah last week yeah. yeah i mean i still enjoy the flashcards i made but it's just kind of sure. yeah no it's, but, as someone uh, who does that for work it kind of bothered me so how how did you make the flashcards that sounds super interesting how, how did uh, you do I, that? I suffered in front of my computer for about two days and then i used various programs to get the files into spreadsheets like the dialogue into right. spreadsheets and uh, figured out which audio files corresponded to which tags and whatnot, and then imported right. all of that into Anki. Yeah, actually, wow. Uh, in our new Hacking Japanese Super course, we're going to have a sub course on how to make flashcards creatively. Awesome. And yep. one of the lectures that are videos that I have not yet made is going to be how to make them with video games. And I'm a little awesome. bit concerned about how to do it just because it was very painful doing it myself. And I can only imagine what it's going to be like trying to teach other people how to do it. Yeah. I think that the stuff, the thing I really like about Mihongo Shark and all the stuff that you guys have done is that um, it, there's so much content out there on the web um, for learning Japanese. It's, it, it's um, you know, I know it's probably like, a university university degrees worth of information but if you're a beginner far more, yeah. far more and if you're a beginner and you're new to learning languages it's very it's extremely overwhelming you, you don't know where to start and the great thing about nihongo shark and the genius of your your hacking course is it's not directly teaching you here are the four thousand words you need to know to get to level n3 it's like this is how you teach yourself this is how you curate the necessary information to get to where you want to go. And that that's what I think is so smart because I think a lot of students of Japanese, you could buy the best textbook ever made, 
and they kind of get halfway through it and they hit a wall. And it's because a lot of the books, they, they teach you what you need to know, but they don't teach you how to learn, which I think is yeah. such an important skill. Yeah. yeah, That was our starting point. And then Reese, yeah, recently yeah. we've taken, so, okay, I get what you're saying. And that's, that's true. But what we've tried yeah. to say, what we tried to come up with is how can we take that approach that we started with, you know, this how mm. to learn Japanese out of the wealth of knowledge that is online, right? That's what we had. And how can we combine yeah. that with the actual what knowledge we, as what, well? What we yeah. think are, are the best resources that we could create to supplement that knowledge yeah. of how. So we've been for the past like two years, we've been trying to marry these two ideas of what we want to, you know, teach Japanese comprehensively, but we also want people to have the knowledge to, be able to do it on their own. So yeah. like Nico has been writing crazy lessons, you know, and for the past like uh, over two years, maybe we've been trying to oh, put right. this thing together and now actually, hopefully, right, <laughs> knock on wood, the next month we'll have like this mega massive course, you know, put together that does, mm -hmm. we think, start to marry these two ideas of how to learn Japanese and also very well put together resources that are like, these are the words that you need to know, but they're not in the sense of what we talked about earlier, you know, academic Japanese. Like, no, these are the, the words that you should know and people use them, that kind of, that kind of idea. So we're trying to like continually evolve and, and grow what we can do, you know? It's, yeah, but it's, it's really great, yeah. Yeah, but whenever we do like have a resource of our own that we've created, since we're starting to introduce our own lessons, all 800 something lessons we have, uh, I always try to say something like you can also check out these other things just because right. I think, I think trying to sell a one size fits all solution is not the best always or yeah. ever. No, not, you, not I, ever. There's so yeah. much out there, right? Like, like you yeah. said, like, there's just, it's just, there's an abundance of resources out there. Yeah. It's all be from one place. I, I, I think like the whole Nihongo shark thing and th this, this is amazing. Um, the other thing you guys have managed to do is like create this huge community of like-minded people. And correct me if I'm wrong, and I'm probably wrong. It seems like Nihongo Shark seems to attract the, the more kind of motivated learners to who, who are kind of really into like studying Japanese. Um, but Learn Japanese Pod, we get everyone. <laughs> so, so, so it's that's kind of my fault. That's kind of my fault because I I was just like, hey, Learn Japanese Pod. You know, and yeah. street Japanese. So right. it's a little, it's a little, the, our weak point that's, is that's it's true, a little vague, true. right? It's, it's sometimes I get, uh, I'll get, yeah. yeah, we do get, we do attract students who are, yeah, they're they're super not, they're motivated. Not, they're not, yeah, they're not preparing for a two week trip in Japan only. It's, it tends right. to be there, they want to really learn Japanese. Yeah. I mean, something think, driving them to do it. It's we'll, we'll so get emails sometimes that are like, We'll get emails sometimes that are like, so I'm actually moving to Japan in like in less than a year. So I'm right. serious. Like, yeah. what can I do yeah, here? Like, yeah, I need yeah. help. Like, we get mm -hmm. those kind of emails. So, yeah. You, you, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. On the other hand, I sometimes get emails from people who say things like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to Japan soon. And I kind of want to learn, you know, some a few phrases and stuff. Which of your courses yeah. should I start with? And I often tell them, oh, you should just go listen to Alex's podcast. Yeah, right. <laughs> actually, um, well, yeah, so so you have a travel we, course, uh, right? Or do you yeah, know? yeah. So no. so so not not to try and uh, uh, shamelessly sell my own stuff. So, so we're, we're coming out with a travel Japanese course. So it's like everything you need to know to come to Japan for a trip. So you know this this is kind of 
ramping up to the 2020 Olympics when people will be nice. coming over. Nice. So, um, but to um, the, so the main so the, like the main podcast is really for everyone. It's like, hey, we're going to entertain you with a fun podcast, and maybe maybe you'll learn a bit of Japanese on the way, and that's for a general audience. And then the travel Japanese is specific specifically for tourists. But in the future, I'm kind of, and this is kind of the inspiration I've got from you guys. I wanted to do kind of more focused stuff. It would mm-hmm. still be in the same like learn Japanese pod, um, what would you say, kind of real conversational stuff. But it could be, you know, mm-hmm. Japanese for business or Japanese for presentations or even. Yeah, um, now that you're studying it, like, or using it every day, right? Yeah. Man, oh, oh, the the pain I'm going through. So you don't have. To you know, or like a Japanese email course or something like that. I think yeah, so. Kind awesome. of like yeah, yeah, please do that course. Yeah, please do please that please course. Do it, yeah. So we don't have to. <laughs> that yeah. would be excellent. Uh, All right, so, um, so, I mean, yeah. it's uh, man. I would use that course because it's like, yeah. just yeah. give me some templates so I can copy and paste. I don't need to worry. Just, just how the hell do I say this? Like, yeah. Do it for we, me. We it's call a, a course. Headache, it'll, right? it'll just be templates. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's a templates. whole bunch of templates. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's what we want to do in the future. So it will yeah. be a very specific course. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Or, so or, cool. or even you know, N five, N four course. I don't know. We're we're okay. thinking about it, but we want to be more kind of nicheified, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we're coming up at the end, but before we go, I was hoping yes. that we could quiz each other and just uh, maybe one word that you think the other two of us will not know in Japanese. Okay, cool. Just because any, cool, anything, cool, cool. it's kind of rare for us to have only non-native speakers in a lesson. So I still want right. to have some more Japanese being discussed. Right. So absolutely, Alex, do you have Uh-oh. a word that you think Caleb and I do not know in Japanese? Okay, so this word is apparently used. I'd never heard this one before, but apparently it, it's somewhat used in conversation. And uh, we did actually do a podcast about this ages ago. And uh, I like this word because it doesn't sound Japanese at all whatsoever. Uh, but gamatte kudasai. And the word is... Okay. Gamushara. 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 I feel like I should know it. <laughs> it's it's a bit esoteric. It, this is probably like... Do you want me to give you... Yeah, I want a hint. Example sentence. A hint, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Example sentence. Okay, so an example sentence would be Saiking Gamushara Hataraiteru no. Saiking Gamushara Hataraiteru no. Does it mean like mecha or like a lot? Yeah, yeah, basically. It does? Yeah, it does? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Nice. Good job. <laughs> nice job. Good job. Good the job. Power so, of context. So, Good job. So, um, yeah, Gamushara means like to work really, really, really hard. And it, it's specifically for work. So, you know, Interesting. So it's kind of like, you know, Do you know if that's, that's in like katakana or what? You don't know? No, no, that it's like a kanji. Gamushara oh, okay. is like a real kanji. And it's, um, it originates for, I think, Yoji, uh, what's the... Um, yeah, Yojiko. It? It's like four kanji. Yojiko, I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Gamushara. Yeah, it's, it, it's from some original thing. Yeah. The, there's I got to look that up later like a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> the the other one that's kind of more common is like akuseku hataraku. 
Have you heard that okay. one? I, 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 I have I seen that, that before. Yeah. Yeah. So there was this. So this is a rant. What was it? It's what's the blue grammar book? Um, is that blue book. you've got it. You, you've got it, you guys. The, uh, uh, the, Japanese, the Japanese grammar dictionary, yeah. intermediate, uh, Japanese. Yeah, the Japanese intermediate one. Yeah, I, th- mm-hmm. I think Akuseku is in there. Gamushara isn't in there, but Akuseku. Oh, okay. It's it, so it was like it's so funny. I just remember this. It was like, "Ningen douse shinu mon da kara o shinu mono da kara akuseku hataraite mo shikata ga nai." So ningen wa douse. <laughs> so it's like humans are mortal humans will die therefore there's no point in working really really hard in life so. yeah <laughs> it's good advice yeah. Yeah, yeah i wonder if the person writing the dictionary is following that advice i would imagine someone who's writing like a thousand page dictionary got to that point is like why am i doing this he, he, yeah. he had one of those like you know life crises <laughs> yeah the editor i work with in tokyo he writes dictionaries and now he works more than anyone i've ever met in my life so i, I don't think so I, I feel like you're about to that level <laughs> How much do you write? you're getting close there nico what you told me like sixteen thousand words just in our new vocab deck or some something crazy like that and that's yeah no, that's getting that's there. true i guess yeah. I'm, a hypoc- I'm a hypocrite <laughs> yeah i think you are in this in this case <laughs> that's what Rayo you know, says you, you know, one thing I noticed this these manuals I uh, I was helping to translate weren't so there's there's two books and they have ten chapters each. And on the second book on chapter nine, I could just see that the translator was like, "I'm using Google now. I I just don't care." He just totally checked out. <laughs> the the quality of the translation just went down. Uh, like, oh man, this poor much. translator. Yeah. She's she's done. She's had it. Yeah, yeah. So I yeah, yeah. I was kind of like, oh come on, give us a bit of translation. But yeah, it was just like she she was just like, I'm done. I'm checking out Google <laughs> Translate. Yeah. So so what's your word, Caleb? So my word uh, is sotsutai. So so tsutai. Sotsutai. It's tai, not dai. Sotsutai. Is there um? Is this does this have kanji? I mean, technically, yeah, but okay. it, I don't think but it's it usually hiragana, right? Yeah. And sorry, so so, so this is so u tai. Yes. Yep. So tai. So tai. Yep. <sighs> That's tsu tai. Ha. Hi. Okay. Okay. So tai. So tai. Mm-hmm. I don't know. No. Okay, wait, 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 wait. It's either it means something like equivalence or something that's similar, or is that completely wrong? Okay, know. so okay, so it's like a response, like one of those response type words that you might say it after someone said something. Oh, swords. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, clue. I have no idea. I'm okay. Here's my guess. Someone says something, you say swords die, and it's like. You're hitting the nail on the head, buddy. That's that's, well, that's my random guess. Okay, so, so so like you could say it means something like sonanyo or like sonanya or like so oh, so da so da. Okay. Yeah, so oh. it's thai. Is it so is it like uh, dialect? That's interesting. You don't know. I've only heard it because Chia uses it sometimes. <laughs> so oh, I was like, okay. that's I'd never heard it before, right? So I'm like, that's yeah. interesting. What is that word? And I, she said she she said it might be kumotaben, but she's not sure. 
But so I guess it is. Yeah, it might be. Yeah. I I, so. I kind of guess that the soul was like the soul destiny. Yeah, so yep. you're you're close there. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. What? Go ahead. Oh, yeah, so I'm oh gonna I was go just gonna. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, I'm I'm good. No, I was just gonna say. Um, you, you know, sometimes in like a really really casual Japanese, the way tsu is used. So yeah, yeah. it's like nantsu mm. uh, no, you know. So the tsu is used a lot. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly, yeah, just like that, yeah. Anyway, sorry, yeah. go ahead, go. Oh, yeah, so uh, the word that I want to introduce is a word that I didn't know until recently, maybe a month ago, and then I heard it and found out what it meant and couldn't believe I didn't know what it was because I thought that's such a cool word, which mm. is bimbo yusuri. Oh, right. Do you know it, Alex? He does. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. Oh, let's just then. This is a I mean, great word. I mean, bimbo is like, so we're poor, but like poor, you're poor, yeah. poor. Bimbo is a poor person, right? Right. Yep. And yeah, yusuri yeah. means something like shaking or swaying, I guess. Right. So, so what do you think? A, What's a, a poor person shake? Do you think? A poor person shake. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. Like, I don't know, man. <laughs> what are we saying here? I'm actually, I, I know what this means. I'm actually trying to, think of how i would express this in english it's kind of it's hard it's, yeah. kind of, it's hard to say in english so it's a very it's a very it's a very japanese it's easy to say yeah japanese, it's very yeah. specific in japanese so and you know, you know the type another of hint, oh, yeah yeah another, another hint, hint yeah. another hint would be this annoys some people yeah it does annoy some people it's, it can be really annoying yeah and it's usually someone might be doing it like say you're in a meeting yeah. with someone at a table yeah. or someone sitting next to you they're doing this and it's yeah, kind of annoying. That guy's so and annoying. Lovely, he always poor shakes. <laughs> and they might even they, they might even say like uh, bim, bimbo yusuri uh, yamete or something like that. Maybe, yeah, yeah. You know, Interesting. You know, so yam, so it's like or? some kind of, well, I guess I'm guessing it's kind of like behavior that a person can have. <laughs> it is. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And something that's annoying. Like, to some, I do. don't think it's annoying, but some, some do find it to be. I mean... I want to say you like do. some sort of like complaining, but like, I'm not sure. It's like, you might do it if you'd had too much caffeine. Yeah. Like, are you like, right. so like being like jittery? Yeah, that's kind of like, very, like hyper, hyper really close. Yeah. Kinda. So it's, um, I would suppose fidgeting is a word, but it's when you're like, yeah. you know, your leg is going up and down really it's quickly. Like, oh, okay. And there's a type of person that always does that, right? Their leg is always moving up and yeah. down. Right. Yep. And it's almost like they're tapping the floor nonstop quickly. Yeah, what they're doing is bimbo your city. Bimbo your city, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a great one. And it, and it, and it, it really pisses some... It, it just depends yeah. on who you are. But yeah, no, it really I mean, I know people, who, people that, who that really bothers, yeah. Bimbo your city, yamete yo. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a really good one. Yeah, That's yeah when, I, when I learn that word, I just I love it when there's a word that doesn't exist in English. Yeah. When I learn it in Japanese. Yeah. It's the most yeah. exciting thing for me as a Japanese learning yeah. nerd. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Those, yeah. those are the best words, man. So I guess Alex wins because he's the only one that knew an answer out of all three of us. I, I tried to do yeah. <laughs> Well, I well, those that was a lucky guess um, uh, for Caleb's one, but um, for Gamushara, it it it's not so common, but it is used. So I hope I hope I wasn't being too mean. By the well, way, I'm gonna just, test Rayon after this. Like, <laughs> ask him about Gamushara. By the way, she I always. 
I always saw Skyge in this, uh, Japanese um, students of Japanese. And this this is a deceptively easy one or deceptively hard one. I don't know how you say it. It's like, what does musukashi mean? So you're asking me? What does it mean? Both of you. What does musukashi mean? Yeah. Musukashi? Well, now I feel like it's well, a now, trick now, question. Now I feel like I'm getting this, is a, this, is, this is a trick question. Don't worry. You'll, you'll, you'll get it. You'll get it right. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm being what pedantic. My, what my dictionary yeah. would say is difficult, hard. Right. Arduous. Right. Di- yeah, arduous, difficult. Right, exactly. And that's what your dictionary would say. But in another context, it might mean... I don't know. Annoying? What does, okay. There's what all kinds does, of ways to use muskashi. <laughs> right, right, right. But like if someone said like, ちょっと難しい. What does oh, it really work. mean? Yeah, it means uh, I don't want to do it or I yeah. can't do it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah so, yeah, so, yeah. so, by the way, you guys are completely right, of course. So, muzukashi yeah. literally that's how I means. Use it. <laughs> yeah, and that's fine. It's like, you know, so, nihongo, well, muzukashi. So, Japanese is difficult. Totally fine. But what I like, what I like to ask people is there's this gray area from difficult to impossible. And so, when a Japanese person says, chotto muzukashi, they're not saying it's a little difficult. They're yeah, saying, <laughs> we're going to feed your idea to the goat. It, it's like, yeah. there's no it's, way, it's not, it's there's, not no, there's no, it's not going to happen because they want to, because it's kind of rude to be frank and direct. Yeah. yeah. To avoid conflicts. It's like, hey, listen, this might be a little difficult to put together. Whereas yeah. a rude British person might say, no, that's not happening. No way, man. Yeah, no, honestly, putting the putting the chotto in front of it actually makes it like they're trying to make it more impossible. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. If you're thinking literally with an English brain, you might be thinking, "Oh, they're trying to say a little bit difficult." But no, when they put chotto, it's like, "Nope, this is you can't do it." This, yep. They, yeah. So they just they just that, up that, the ante. Oh, so, like, yeah, that's a, it, not gonna happen. It's it's a rookie it's a rookie yeah. mistake you might make if you learn you know say oh, i just learned the word muzukashi and your dictionary will only say right. difficult mm-hmm. and it's not wrong it's just that if you're in a situation where a japanese person wants to say no which of course they generally don't you i mean the, the really the only people who say dame are usually mothers talking to their children right yeah damn it you know it's adults it, in most conversations, don't use it so much. Uh, yeah, maybe it's, it's, maybe ah, playfully with friends. But right. yeah. yeah, playfully with friends and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. It's, awesome. Uh, well, I think yeah. we should start wrapping up. But uh, Alex, where can people find you? You can find me at learnjapanesepod.com. We've got a Twitter account, which is at Japanese Podcast. And come find us on Facebook. Just, just do a search for Learn Japanese Pod. We have a page in the community there. And uh, the other thing that's actually been getting a bit more popular recently is our online forum. Do you remember them, people? <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know. Nice. I don't know why I made it. This is like old school, but we have a forum, and it's just learnjapanesepod.com/slash/forum. And uh, please come along, join the forum, and uh, please speak to the um, other listeners of the podcast. And uh, We'd love to say hello or konnichiwa. Hey, by the way, guys, this was really good fun. We yeah, should we got to do this again. This is this yeah, is sure. we will. This is awesome. This is really really great. Um, yeah, we will. Thank, we thank will. You, 
And thank you very much. Uh, but I, I apologize being the audio guy and I couldn't get my microphone to work. And then, <laughs> hey, no and then I made you guys reschedule like 20 times. So I, I do apologize. I, nah, we'll, we'll I will, uh, we made it. This is so much fun. So I'd love to do this again anytime you guys are free. And uh, thank you very much for having me on. Arigato gozaimasu. Of course. And then anyone that wants to share this episode with a friend or if they want to see the links that alex just mentioned you can go to sharkcast.jp slash three so that's s-h-a-r-k-c-a-s-t dot jp slash the number three all right see you guys next time thanks